what we're going to drink or what we're going to wear because God is for us. He's with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. Glory to God. So he's our shepherd. We shall not lack for any good thing. He won't hold. He won't withhold any good thing for those whose hearts are upright before him. Amen. And so we see that he makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside the still waters. He restores our soul. So we're seeing some redemptive names in here. And here's a redemptive name that that he, you know, he's Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He provides for us. And we got and that name came about when when God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son, Jesus. I'm sorry, Abraham sacrificed Isaac, which was a which was really Jesus being sacrificed in the spirit. Because when you look at it, when Abraham said that he would do it and he went up to the mountain to sacrifice Isaac, God said, you don't have to. And God provided a ram, but he actually provided the lamb, which is Jesus. Amen. Amen. And so the lamb. So listen, if Abraham wasn't willing to sacrifice Isaac, I don't know if he if we would have Jesus. Oh, that's something to think about this morning. If Abraham was not willing to let to sacrifice his son, Isaac, what God said was, I'm going to match that sacrifice, but I'm going to bring my son, Jesus, and I'm going to bring him into the equation. But I'm I'm going to allow him to go through the process of crucifixion for our justification. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? God did not hold back his son, Jesus, from us. Praise the Lord. So we see here that um, that uh, Jesus is our sin sacrifice. And so Isaac was, was supposed to be sacrificed that day. But in Abraham's heart, he did sacrifice Isaac. But thank God, an angel stopped Abraham that day. There was a ram stuck in the thicket. And that's where Abraham said, that's the Lord that sees and provides. And God sees our needs and he provides our needs. You believe that today? Praise God. I believe that today. And so we have to believe that. And so he leads us beside the still waters. He restores our soul, you know, leading us beside. So God wants us walking in peace. He's, you know, he's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord. That's our peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Jesus is abiding in each one of us if we received him as our Lord and Savior. So you have the Prince of Peace abiding in you. What are you doing walking in fear, doubt and unbelief? That should be an oxymoron for the Christian because we are we are in Jesus and Jesus is in us. But pastor, I'm a little nervous. What are you being nervous about? You got God Almighty of heaven, that maker of heaven and earth. You got he's backing us. There's no other one that's greater than God Almighty. He says it in, in, in the book of Isaiah. He says, I know of no other God besides me. And if there is another God bigger and badder than me, show yourself. So we serve the great and mighty I am. That's why he gave that name I am to Moses. When Moses, who do I tell the Israelites? Who do I tell Egypt? Who sent me? He said, tell them I am 
that I am. God is whatever you need him to be at the time that you need him to be it. He's your healer. Amen. That's that's the next thing. He's your peace. Amen. He's Jehovah Ra, your shepherd. He's he's Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Amen. And so he's whatever you need him to be. We need to start magnifying God. If you're down and you're depressed today, I would have to say it's because you're magnifying the problem. You're making the problem bigger than God. You're making the weakness that you're suffering or that you're dealing with bigger than God. But make God bigger. Make him bigger in your equation. He's bigger than your financial deficit. He's bigger than the weaknesses of your flesh. He's bigger than that. We need to magnify the bigness of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? The bigger you make God, the greater your faith will be. The stronger your faith that you will walk in. Amen. So we see here that he is uh, he restores our soul. He's Jehovah Rapha. He makes us, uh, you know, beside the still waters, which he's our peace. And he restores our soul, which means that God wants to restore us to the place of our rightful place in him. Amen. He wants to bring us back into the Garden of Eden where, where Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the day. And there was nothing broken and nothing missing in Adam and Eve before the fall. They were, they were perfect. They, no sin touched them. They had a relationship with the Father God like no other. And they had no needs in the garden. They were buck naked and they didn't even care about it. They didn't have to worry about trying to figure out what they're going to wear in the morning. or they, they had no comprehension that they needed anything. That's the way we need to be. Now, I'm not starting a new church, okay? So don't come out next Sunday like that. Amen. But what I'm saying is we're clothed. You know, they were clothed with the righteousness of God. And so we see here that he restores our soul. He leads us in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. That's another name that I want to focus on this morning. That he's Jehovah God. He's Jehovah Tiskanu. Say Tiskanu. Five times fast. No, I, I won't make you say it. Tiskanu. Jehovah Tiskanu. What does that mean? He's, he's Jehovah our righteousness. God is Jehovah our righteousness. What does that mean? That means that we put our faith and trust in God, not in us, not in how good we are, not in how how well we do things, not even how many times we don't mess up. You know, we don't count those things. No, we look at the goodness and the mercy and the faithfulness of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? So Jehovah, uh, so God is, is Jehovah Tiskanu. He is our righteousness. Let's look at Isaiah 54 and praise the Lord. I'm so glad. You know, the Bible actually says that our righteousness in ourselves without, apart from God, is of filthy rags. Which means that we are not good enough to, to for God, in other words, to make it to heaven in our own merit. That's why grace is called unmerited you know, favor. It's unmerited. It means that we don't have to earn God's grace. 
Amen. That's a good amen there. We don't have to earn God's grace. We can believe and receive. It's a free gift. Glory to God. Look at Isaiah 54. Amen. This is powerful. Look at verse 17. Now, I could read, I mean, the whole... The, the, the whole book of, I want you to study out 54 this week because it's powerful. It would actually reveal some of God's redemptive names in here. But in verse 17, it says here, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Amen. And so we see this, that uh, this is old covenant, folks. This is under the old covenant. And this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me. Notice that. Their righteousness is from me, saith the Lord. So where do we get our righteousness from? God. I'm going to say that again. Where do we get our righteousness from? God. Amen. It's not just us standing in our own abilities, seeing how good we can be, seeing if our goodness will measure up to make it heaven. No, it's Jesus's goodness. We put our faith and trust in Jesus and what he has done for us. Thank God for that. Thank God the Bible says a good man will fall seven times, but he'll rise back up again. Thank God. Why would a good man? Well, a good man is not a perfect man. And when you get saved, you're not perfect. But thank God we can stand on the blood of Jesus. We can go to 1 John 1, 9. We can confess our sins. And God is just and he's righteous to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from some unrighteousness. Oh, that's right. All unrighteous. Thank you for correcting me. Amen. From some unrighteousness, all unrighteousness. All. You know what all means in the Greek, right? It means all. All. So God cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So we see here that uh, no, so so he's our protector. We're going to talk about that. That's another name for God that we're going to talk about in a few moments. But let's look at the New Testament. Let's look at something powerful here, talking about the righteousness of God. And that's in the book of Romans. Let's look at Romans 5. You know, it's good to know your Bible. It's good to read your Bible. It's good that I'm reading out of the Bible this morning instead of the Reader's Digest. Amen. Nothing against the Reader's Digest, but the Word of God will do you more good than possibly the Reader's Digest. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Look at Romans 5 and look at verse 17. I mean, the whole book is good. Let's, let's back up to 8. It says, For God demonstrated His own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us much more than having now been justified by his blood we shall be saved from the wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his son much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by his life and not only that but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have received the reconciliation 
Therefore, just as though one man's sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sin, for until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who have not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was, was to come. You know, Jesus is called the second Adam. But the free gift is not like the offense, for by one man's offense many died. Talking about the offense of Adam and Eve. Much more the grace of God. Somebody say much more. Much more. The grace of God and the gift of grace. Amen. The gift of grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to many. Somebody say the gift of grace. The gift of grace. And the gift is not like that which came through one sin, for the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from, uh, came from many offenses resulted in justification. For by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Listen to that. For by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Talking about Adam's sin, which means his sin corrupted the whole world, the whole mankind, and sin entered into mankind's equation. But it says here, for by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more, somebody say much more again, those who received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, somebody says, I have, have. somebody say, I have the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. I have abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Notice it says here that when you understand the abundance of God's grace for your life, when you start understanding how much grace, God's grace is bigger than the sin that's in our life. God's grace is bigger than the weaknesses that we may be encountering. God's grace is bigger than the financial deficit that we may be dealing with. God's grace is bigger. Amen. We must believe that. You know, it's more than just reading the Bible. It's believing the Bible and acting like the Bible is true. You can read it, but after you read it, are you still down and depressed? If you are, then you're not acting like the Bible is true. We need to act like the Bible is true. Amen. Say, I'm acting like it. I'm acting like the Bible is true. So it says here, by by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Much more, I'm just trying to emphasize some of these words, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through one Jesus Christ. Amen. So when we understand the abundance of God's grace towards us by his son, Jesus, and we understand that we have a gift of righteousness that we don't have to try to earn our righteousness, but it's a free gift bought by the blood of Jesus. I'm telling you, we're going to be hopping, jumping and skipping our way through life. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that today? So he says here, therefore, as through one man's offense, verse 18, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteous act, Jesus, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. Justification. We're justified by the blood of Jesus. Justification means just as if I've never sinned. 
Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? How many people are walking with, you know, uh, uh, what I say is a sin consciousness where you're beating yourself up with your past sins. Hey, if you ask God, if you ask Jesus to forgive you, 1 John 1, 9, then it's thrown in the sea of forgetfulness and you need to be walking with your head up high like a king's kid. Amen. Amen. One translation says that we'll be reigning in life like a king. Why? If you understand the abundance of God's grace, if you understand the gift of God's righteousness, that Jesus is our righteousness, that God is Jehovah Tiskanu, our righteousness. Hallelujah. So when the enemy starts coming against you and starts trying to remind you about your past, you start reminding him about his future. Praise God. When he starts trying to remind you of the things that you didn't do right last week or yesterday or maybe that sin that so easily besets you, got you down maybe a week and a half ago and you're still mourning over it. And the enemy's saying, look, look, he's the accuser of the brethren and he will try to accuse you day and night. He will accuse you to your to the God Almighty. He will accuse you. But listen, you don't belong to Satan if Jesus is in your equation. So really, your sin is none of Satan's business. Can I say that again? Your sin is none of his business. It's between you and God Almighty. But he likes to make it his business. And he likes to condemn and speak into your ears, ears, whispering condemnation. But thank God in Romans 8 it says, therefore there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. For the law of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Romans 8, 1. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? God is our righteousness. He is Jehovah Tiskanu. He is our righteousness. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, uh, let's continue to read. Praise the Lord. Let's go back to Psalms 23. How many people love Psalms 23? Amen. I love it. There's always, you know, in, in, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it's always types and shadows of Jesus. Jesus is always in the Bible, praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Have you found Psalms 23? Amen. Let's look at this. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Amen. For, 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 the, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. Notice that, that God's rod and his staff comforts us. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord, our canopy. He's the Lord, our protector. So, so God will protect us. Even though we may walk through the shadow of the valley of the shadow of death, God will protect you. Have you ever been walking home or, or getting out of your car late at night and had a little bit of fear? You're like, is there, and you heard some leaves ruffle a little bit. Well, you should fear not, for God is your protector. Amen. Just call upon the name of Jesus. Yes. Just, just call upon his name. The Bible says every knee shall bow. 
and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. What do I mean by that? I mean, if somebody tries to assault you in this day and somebody puts a gun in your face, you say no in the name of Jesus. You can't touch me. Put that gun down in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is the most powerful name in the universe. Amen. You have divine protection. Angels will hearken to the name of Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? I know of one man that used to attend our church and he owned a, uh, a business and he had a shop. He had one. He, it was late at night. He, it was the Omni shop a few years back. His name is Paul Redkay. And uh, Paul attended our church and he was a faith man. He, he, he rode a motorcycle. So I know he was a faith man. <laughs> he rode a motorcycle around in Virginia Beach. He was definitely a faith man. And so a man came in to his shop one day and stuck a gun in his face and said, give me all your money in your drawer. And he had it open at the time. He closed that drawer. He said, you're not going to get nothing in Jesus name. And I command you, get out of my store in Jesus name. And the guy just had a gun and he just looked at his gun, looked at the guy and looked at his gun and put his head down and walked out. Then he said, before you leave, buy something from my store. No, no, he didn't say that, but. <laughs> it reminds me of the of Lester Summerall, and he was he was you know he was he was a um, evangelist, and he traveled all different countries. And you know, there's some big ugly devils in lots of other countries too. You know, we we have some here, but they're like the invisible devils. Nobody thinks there's devils around here, but in other countries, they know there's devils around. They worship the devil and all that. So he was in a uh, so Lester Summerall, a great minister of God was in a hotel room one day and it was at night and all of a sudden the bed started shaking and started moving across the floor. I'm telling you, that would freak some of us out. Some of us probably would run out of that, out of that room. You know, it's haunted. It's haunted. You know, but you know, those are demons make, you know, demon manifestations. And so what, uh, what, uh, what, um, Lester Summerall said was, he said, devil, in the name of Jesus, let that bed go. And that bed dropped and stayed still. And all of a sudden, the door opened like the devil walked out of the room and closed. And uh, and but the bed was moved over about 10 or 15 feet. So uh, Lester Summerall ran to the door, opened it up and said, devil, get back here and put the bed back. (laughs) We got to know who we are in Jesus. We got to know what we have in Jesus. We we can't let the devil run roughshod over us because we're king's kids. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? He's, he's, God is Jehovah. He's Jehovah Shalom, our peace. He's Jehovah Shammah. The ever-present one that's always with us, that will never leave us or forsake us. He's Jehovah Nisi, our canopy, our protector. He will protect us. Lest we dash our foot against the stone, his angels will protect us. I could tell you story after story, especially in car accidents, because I've been in a few car accidents. But thank God I walked away from all my car accidents unscratched and unscathed. Why? Because I used the name of Jesus. Anytime I was in my car and something was going wrong, I would say, Jesus! 
might be the best prayer that you ever prayed. Amen. Whenever you are falling and you feel like you're falling down for the count, you just, you just, you have to tag team Jesus. Jesus! If you know anything about wrestling. Amen? <laughs> Jesus! You have to tag team, get Jesus in the ring with you. Man, he'll do a suplex on the devil like you won't believe. Are you hearing what I say to Jesus would do a suplex? If you know what I'm talking, you don't know what I'm talking about, let the ignorant be ignorant still. (laughs) He'll do a bionic elbow right on the enemy's head. You just need to tag Jesus. Jesus, I need you. Help me, Jesus. Help me today. I need you to be Jehovah. God, be my Jehovah Nissi, my canopy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. The name of Jesus is powerful. I heard this story about this one young lady. She was single. And she was at a conference and she she went into her shower and all of a sudden, uh, I don't know if she was in a hotel room or if this was her apartment, but this guy got into the shower with her. He she she was not, you know, invited. uh, He was not invited. And so she 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 heard the story. She heard the preaching about the power of Jesus name. And he, he tried to wrap his arms around her. And she said, in the name of Jesus, you cannot have my body. And he just, he stopped. And then, then she turned and looked through my face and said, in the name of Jesus, get out of my shower. And he backed up. And so he, she, she said, and, she, and he, he had no clothes on too. And he said, in the name of Jesus, get out. And she started backing him up. He went into the, now into the, her room and he started putting his pants back on. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, get out of my house. And he opened the door and ran. See, some of us might need to use the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is the most powerful name out there. Use his name for your finances. Use his name for your healing. Use his name for your peace. Use his name. We cannot be cowards. A coward dies a thousand deaths. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? But a victor only dies once. You die to yourself and you die to your weaknesses and you die to God. So as we see here, these are the redemptive names of God that I just went over this morning. And know this, that God is for you. God is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. He is Jehovah God. Don't say, oh, God doesn't hear my prayers. He hears your prayers. That's doubt and unbelief. Believe it. Have confidence. Have more confidence in God's ability to lead you instead of your ability to follow. Have more confidence in his ability to lead you today than your ability to follow him. And he will start leading you and guiding you into all truth. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. We never like to end our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your personal Savior. So if you don't know the Lord Jesus, if you died right now and you don't know if you'd make it to heaven, just pray this prayer with me. Just say this after me. Say, Dear Lord, I believe Jesus died on the cross for my sins. 
I believe he was raised from the dead and he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus, I'm trusting you for my life today. I'm, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we believe that you got born again. And so we would love to hear from you. Connect with us on our website at www.exceedlifechurch.org. And uh, also, if you have a prayer request, you can also go on the, our website and um, put that prayer request in. We believe that God will, will hear your prayers and answer your prayers. Again, thank you for tuning in today, and God bless you. Tune in next week for the completion of this broadcast. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org.